Hello, and welcome to Boo Covery, where East meets West as we learn from Buddhist psychology how to deal with mental health and health issues. And now your host, Tyler Woods. Hi, this is Tyler Woods, and welcome to Boo Covery. You can visit us anytime at BooCovery.com. You know, today I want to talk about Buddhism and resilience. I was recalling the other day um, that during a 72-hour period in my life in 2020, it was filled with a lot of pain and sorrow, concern, and it just wasn't good. My cousin died very unexpectedly. The next day, my mother was put in a hospital, and it did not look good. And then a very dear friend of mine told me she had cancer, and another person I knew told me they had cancer, and uh, it was going to be terminal. Another person I knew just died of COVID, and this all happened in a period of 72 hours. And through it all, I was okay. I call that, my friends, resilience. And I read somewhere recently that resilience is the yang to compassion's yin. I'm going to say that again. Resilience is the yang to compassion's yin. And when building resilience, it's okay to take a gentler route to it. And listen, I get that times are really not so good right now. We're all experiencing um, disappointment and loss and heartache and, and big challenges financially. And, and I get that our rights are being removed from us. And there's a lot of things that are going on right now. And I know we can all get overwhelmed with these times in our life. And I think that's why building resilience can help maintain some sense of sanity with less fear. And to get through even the darkest days or even the times that are coming up. I think resilience is the mental reservoir of strength. And that people can call on that in the time of need to carry them through without falling apart. Resilience is how people bounce back from adverse events. And while many become ruptured by a particular crisis or a a persistent stressor, remarkably many grow stronger and more resourceful as a result of it. And resiliency encapsulates the human potential to recuperate and grow in the face of these trying times and the hardship we're all going through. I think we have to take a look at American society by large um, is a little phobic around suffering. You know, we are taught to get over it, to not show our pain or our fear. We are taught to avoid suffering at all cost. And though we will somehow be tainted if we get too closely to our pain and our suffering, we are taught that we better hide from the suffering. For the sake of resiliency, though, we don't need to shelter ourselves from suffering. What we can do is we can relate to our suffering with compassion instead of disdain. Now, Buddhism teaches us to be present with what is, 
even if it is suffering. Buddha suggests don't try to escape it, rather face it, sit with it. Resilience has to do with our ability to work with difficulty and return to a more grounded and centered state of being. Resilience doesn't require that we suddenly transcend. Rather, we learn to work with it more skillfully. Now, with a strong, resilient mind, we can better manage our thoughts, our emotions, and our energy when we're faced with stress or challenging situations. And ultimately, we gain the ability to remain cool, calm, and collective, no matter what we're up against. The story of Buddha is one of the most powerful examples of resilience and how it's possible to transform our difficult emotions from one of suffering and avoidance to one which will allow us to live with kindness and ease and wisdom, peace and love. Resilience is what allows people to be knocked down and come back stronger than before. It makes us feel just okay when everything is happening at once and gives us some sort of mental balance when life is unbalanced. Mental resources such as people who have strong determination, self-worth, and kindness are what makes us more resilient. Now, make no mistake. Being resilient does not mean that people do not experience the stress or the emotional upheaval or grief or pain or suffering. It simply means that we're more capable of handling the difficulties and foster that through strength and growth. I think resilience fosters well-being and underlying sense of happiness, of love and peace. I think resilience promotes us in an upward spiral when we are spiraling down. And resilience is not a trait that people either have or don't have, but it involves behaviors, thoughts, and actions that can be learned and developed. I learned at a young age that resilience is the ability to adapt to difficult situations and being able to rise above with only a few scrapes and bruises. And to avoid these scrapes and bruises, we must have resilience. In Buddhism, I love the fact that we believe all things are lessons. Let's take failure, for example. Failure gives us the most powerful lessons if we allow it and will make us quite resilient. It allows us to figure out what we're truly capable of. Sometimes hitting rock bottom offers us a great choice. It offers us a choice to climb back up. And you don't have to bypass it. In fact, we must feel the pain to figure out what we need to do to let go. I was thinking um, the other day, and I was looking at the Eightfold Path, um, and I was looking at the action, which is um, the fourth uh, aspect of the path, is the right action. And the Buddha encouraged us to take the right action uh, and move forward. 
Taking the right action, I think, is vital in building resilience. The right action means that we are, we are going to act correctly or rightly. We act without selfish attachments to our own agenda. We act mindfully without causing discord. We act with our speech. Our right actions bring forth compassion. The right action can be viewed as um, an emotional fingerprint to this wonderful tool called resilience. And no matter what's going on, if we take the right path, we can become stronger and more resilient. Buddhism teaches resiliency um, that we have to remember this. Nothing is permanent. Everything is transient. Only this moment exists and everything else is just there. And if we embrace that, we can take the right steps to move us towards resiliency. See, resilience is not about powering through the storms in life. In fact, in Buddhism, I think it's more like a toolbox of techniques and behaviors that support us through times of adversity. To be resilient is to come out of life's trial intact. And you know what? We might come out a little bruised and bloodied, but we come out stronger. Now, I believe the best thing we can do to gain and create stronger resiliency is to be mindful. Mindfulness is is paying deliberate attention and doing so with an open heart. A mindful practice can help build resilience, but mindfulness practice has other benefits as well. Awareness of the present moment without judgment can help you better understand your thoughts and your emotions while accepting them just as they are. A mindfulness practice can lead to changes, physical changes that you can see in your brain. In other words, basically, mindfulness has been proven to rewire your brain to function differently than it did before. Mindfulness is the intentional awareness, and you can build your resilience and become more self-aware simply by practicing mindfulness. And I want to make a point that mindfulness becomes easier with each time you practice it. And there are so, so many ways to practice mindfulness, from deep breathing to progressive muscle relaxation to sitting meditation to walking um, meditation. So finding a mindful practice that works for you will improve your overall being. So take a deep breath. Remember, don't be attached to your emotions. Stay present in the now and be calm and at peace with the things happening around you in your life. Practice patience and tolerance with yourself is going to be the greatest step toward resilience and peace. For now, I'm Tyler Woods saying walk in peace.